0: Hello, everyone! Anyone, and welcome to the Alexi Aaron Spoiler Podcast for Sideshow, the new Haunted series novel. I am Aaron Spoiler, the web guy. Follow, as always, joined by
1: Alexi Aaron the Spoily.
0: There you go, or or it's vice versa. We're not sure which, but we know that we're going to be talking about things that happen in the newest Haunted series book, Sideshow. Yes. Um, and while uh, we may not be directly spoiling things of the previous twenty-five books you know, just fair warning, things might come out, you might, if you're a little behind, you might be like, oh, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, if, you, if you're not, um, if you're not caught up to Sideshow and have read Sideshow, mm-hmm. um, thank you for joining us, and goodbye.
0: And we'll see you, and hopefully we'll see you afterwards. So, without any further ado, we'll go right into this, although, before the spoiler well, talk. T-
1: shall we talk about Sideshow?
0: We'll talk about Sideshow. So, talk about Sideshow is that there's a lot, there's more than one thing going on. And what, so what, how do you mean that?
1: Well, sideshow, a sides. let me just describe sideshows. Um, You would find sideshows in my day um, adjacent to a circus tent or at a carnival, a midway carnival where the rides are. Uh, A sideshow um, definition is, is something aside from the main show. Um, It could be the freak show. It could be a gypsy uh, tarot reading. Mm -hmm. It could be arcades, anything that was uh, separate. But I'm dealing more with the freak show um, because with everything we've gone through in the world, lately there's been many sideshows. So I thought, hey, let me use that in this book.
0: Okay, great. Well, so alongside the main haunt, we have visits from the big ones, and uh, you know, what, what do you feel about the other Feather Crew, and you know, all the Feather Crew. What do you feel about
1: that? Well, well, basically, um, in this, uh, in this book, there are, uh, this book has a lot of small stories going on or small sideshows. There's the sideshow of uh, 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 Ted getting rid of um, a uh something he's been dealing with since Romaine and Beth hooked up. We have the Dean Feri showing up uh, to ask for Mia's help. We have um, basically uh, birdmen and demons alike uh, infiltrating um, Mia uh, or getting access to Mia. Um, They are all aside from the main sideshow, which is the... um, uh, the combined uh, investigation of the Peeps crew with the Wheels Up uh, adventure series. Wheels Up adventure series. I was kind of going for something like Josh Gates mm-hmm. um, has. Um,
0: so 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 kind of going. So going on to like the, the bigger part of the.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a network show, mm-hmm. and and their main guy um, is down for the count, and they've been asked to. Us, you know first supply mike um they're they're basically they call him the uh, mouthpiece of peeps um and then they were then it turned out that they wanted peeps to join them in this haunt it's a local amusement park that has been um just dis- out of use for 50 years okay
0: okay so i guess the thing about it is that um so one sideshow so TLDR, American History, American Horror Story, Sideshow, people think of freak shows. They think of lobster boy hands. Yes. And they think of um, bearded women. Women. Mm-hmm. Women? I don't know the proper way there. There's plural women, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've only heard bearded woman. Anyway. Um, but so the idea is that that's what people think. They generally think freak show. And... Were you playing off of that, or?
1: Um, basically, yeah. Mary, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Mia has always thought of herself as a freak show, as a freak. There you go. Uh, yeah. And the more, uh, when it started when she sprouted feathers, and if it wasn't for a very supportive husband, probably she probably would not have been able to be what she is now. Uh, without that support, so she considers herself a freak, and the more that the angels messed with her for book uh for um uh for the big battle of the last book, um, she saw herself more and more as a freak. And then and then seeing herself as a freak, she identifies other freaks. She welcomes them in, for instance, the D and mm-hmm. who basically um come from underground.
0: Okay, so and just so I, I know when I was reading I was like Dispater and D Aferni so, um,
1: <laughs> it's Dispatter, who is the god of the Roman underground, mm-hmm. and D and Firai are the beings that serve him.
0: Okay, if we mispronounce anything, all complaints to alexiaran at gmail.com.
1: Yes, just don't put them on Amazon.
0: Yeah, there you, there you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of truth there. Um, uh, but, um, uh, Mia sees, I think, from the beginning. From the beginning, from when she was a baby, her eyes were opened uh, to what to the supernatural by being held by a fallen angel. Right. And she she doesn't see people or paranormal beings as freaks. I mean, doesn't you, see them she, because she's, she's quote one of them because she is one of them. Yeah. She understands them. Mm-hmm. She can see the beauty in um, a, a goat eye. You know, where some of us would be freaked out by it. you know. Sure. Goats. goats. Have you seen Goat's Eyes? Not particularly. They are freaky.
0: <laughs> I guess I just haven't.
1: But she sees them well.
0: We didn't all grow up on farms.
1: Well, the whole idea also <laughs> I, I is that uh, a sideshow, uh, if you want to say, there's a aside of circuses. Circuses have three rings. And one ring you have... A disc pattern is D and Ferai. Another ring mm-hmm. you have Peeps, um, and uh, the a- aggravating problem with Mike and Mia. Um, another circle you have a father Santos wanting Mia to help him with this problem, and this goes back to Book of Souls of a what he thinks is a possessed artist. Um, you have all these rings going on, and then you have. More coming to home, you have Mia thinking she's a poor parent, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because of this, we enter a uh, one new character.
0: Okay, so we have we do have some new characters in this book, and um, well, let's talk about them. I, I, um, which one were you referring to? Uh,
1: Nanny me? Berta. Yeah, Nanny Berta is a, a bird woman who is older than Nikolai. Nikolai refers to himself. Uh, as being uh, older than the town buildings but he's very old um, uh age very very slowly um, they uh, this is a spoiler alert for myself they, oh. they turn over every 40 years they become 40 again and again and again I'd like to get that
0: <laughs> so is that a, a spoiler for yourself as a potential story idea
1: yeah I think I just came up with it but anyway <laughs> shh
0: don't tell them <laughs> On the podcast, what are you doing?
1: I don't know. The muse just hit me on the side of the head. Um, but anyway, a comment that Mia makes—excuse <coughs> me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mia makes to Nikolai—he when he says, "Well, nanny Berta was my nanny. She took care of me when I was young." Uh, Mia says, "Gee, Nikolai, I thought you shared a nanny with King Tut." So, uh, because and, um, because she he is old. Yeah.
0: So it was so it was it was interesting to write a uh, even older character or, or I don't know
1: a now a woman with knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, not Mary Poppins, not Nanny McPhee, but just a woman with knowledge.
0: So not British or a nanny.
1: She could be Irish. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I just
0: thought, I just thought of Julie Andrews and or. Um, Emily Blunt doing Mary Poppins in Irish accent and it's kind of sounds kind of funny in my head
1: <laughs> anyway. well Nanny McPhee stands um eight feet tall she has grain grain red hair so mm-hmm. it's salt and cinnamon and she's um uh probably taller larger than Nikolai um Mia uh in um, <clears throat> she was in a sick room situation she rushed from the sick room walked right into a soft wall. Ah. That's the best to describe Nanny Berta.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nanny Berta is there for two reasons. Eventually she's there to help Mia adjust to raising twins. But uh, she appears in this book to help her um, take care of a house full of males who have a stomach virus. Mm-hmm. And um, Nikolai brings her in, introduces her, it's, it's, she's just short. You're just going to learn a little bit about her. Um, she's uh, she's probably, what we've been looking for, is another female uh, that can be used in the storyline. So especially sure. when it comes to the children.
0: Well, I think that uh, with, when there's a lot of kids, I know I certainly, I'm not watching them the whole time. Mia does other things. She's not watching them all the time. No, she's not. Yeah, you know. And, and this is why
1: she feels like a bad parent, but in in truth, uh, we have a lot of working parents.
0: So there wasn't any, like, demons that could guard the kids, or...
1: Well... You trust you
0: birdmen over demons? What's up with that?
1: <laughs> uh, no comment.
0: No comment, okay. Judging
1: by my children, demons probably work better.
0: Well, I don't know. One's pretty... Be, being a little bit of a pain in the arse right now. That's all I know. <laughs> And, and and he's about to ask another question. We also, um, so we meet Gates. You were talking about the Wheels Up reality TV series. So we have that being related to Mike going out with Rhonda, not realizing she's only half the woman he thought she was, as Gates really doing all the work. So, so what, what's, what what's going on with Mike? What's the romantic subplot of
1: Mike? I've been looking for the right woman for Mike. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sat down with one um, good reader of mine, mm-hmm. uh, Red Pen, and we've kind of sussed out that Mike is a romantic. Mm-hmm. He reads romance novels. But I thought of turning, it, turning the tales where he is not the knight in shining armor, but he is being rescued by Gates. Mm. And I use the name Gates because it's my homage to Josh Gates. Or Gates McFadden, you know, Gates Mc...
0: Mc uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher sure. on Deep's Star but Trek Next Generation.
1: Who was yeah. played by Gates McFadden, I believe.
0: Which, by the way, when you talk about Gaines and Ally and Rom over there, Rom is also a character in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. This is important for them. They need to know.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of nerd- nerddom in this. Yeah,
0: well, I think that sub characters may be slightly named off of... Uh, where where do the like if you think about it, where do the ideas come from sometimes if not the osmosis of information we kind of all get that's why you're so careful about reading other people's work when you're writing
1: yeah I don't read it and yeah. I'm
0: just laughing because I'm like I'm pretty sure I mean it's not like Rom's a particular name or whatever but I just always well, oh Rom fun, like funny. Romulan huh well Rom like Romulan he was also yeah. the good Ferengi brother now this is getting a little deep for people but my whole point is that I I just always find it interesting where some of these ideas come from because where are they being pulled from I, I feel they're being pulled from your own experience and just we've we've had a w- w- between alexia and myself we've noticed there's a whole heck of a lot of coincidences happening lately mm-hmm. you mentioned something silly um about an actor or something 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 and then you find out there in the news for maybe less than great reasons a couple of days later <laughs> or yeah. something like that it was like weird it's just it comes these coincidences kind of keep well, happening it's, it's so. like
1: you're if you're con- if you're connected oh, oh this is the way i feel
0: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know where everything comes from right uh some things i plot some things come from the muse some mm-hmm. things come from the ether um most
0: from whiskey
1: well no actually
0: <laughs> joking 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 <laughs>
1: not most no. not joking most. joking but, but the reason I used like such a name ROM I was very careful with that a lot of times when I um, use a name I look up the name I find out the meaning of the name or I, you know I make sure that the character and the name that they are given fits their character or maybe will tell you something future about them um, Ram, the reason I gave the D inferi that protects the family a name is because uh, he, he's, a, he's a being. He's, in a sense, he's a person. He mm-hmm. has personality. He's sentient. He's not just, you know, a pawn to be moved around. Uh, he took time, before he approached Mia, he took time to learn the manners of the human population. I mm-hmm. uh, probably learned it from Morris uh, Morris in the in the graveyard. That's what Mia guesses. But anyway, he is courtly, he is considerate. He is doing his best to act as a liaison between Mia and the Inferi mm-hmm. and in doing so save his God, which he considers a god is Dispatter mm-hmm. And Dispatter got into trouble because he's a god and gods shouldn't have problems but they do
0: yeah the greek ones had a whole lot mm-hmm. of them
1: right it was kind
0: of their thing
1: but if you see like for <laughs> instance if uh let's look at china they think that their leader is a god if, you, if that god is on television with a snotty nose or well, maybe he's not a god so mm. um these beings withhold information and mia was able to uh, help him at her own peril because she felt seriously is if he died she'd die because who killed him well it was mia you know mm-hmm. so that was kind kind of something she put herself in peril for that
0: um well no it's uh, but in I, doing so
1: doing so she gained allies that are the best yeah
0: well i i think i think that something that was coming across when you were running side is i think you were having a lot of fun
1: oh yes yeah. And I was finding all the, I was pulling all the freaks out. All the freaks all out. All the freaks out. Of and once again,
0: drawing from life, she looked at her daughter, her son, and be like, <laughs> "We have one with a flipper, one with a hunch, and then we have, you know, me, and I'm fine." You
1: know. Oh, you're
0: well, bad. an Adonis, you said. <laughs> um, but um, no, but uh, it, okay. So real quick. Just want to make sure we don't go too long, and I want to tell a story that has absolutely nothing to do with any of this at the end. Okay. So, we're going to go with da lightning rounds. So okay. We're going to try to keep our responses to some of these questions to maybe, maybe leave the reader wondering a little bit. You don't have to give away the whole farm. Okay. So, Screaming Beth, Destroyed for Good?
1: Yes. No more Beth. No more Beth in any form.
0: Well, there's... Okay, well, there's no more guessing there. That's I'm just going to no, cross none. that out. It's I'm gone. putting an axe. You don't Beth have to worry
1: done. about Beth. If she shows up, she's not going to show up. She's gone.
0: But as it goes?
1: No, she's not dead. <laughs> okay. Aaron, the, her influence over Ted is, is gone.
0: Okay. I just wanted to ask. So um, I've seen this one movie, and I was curious. Do you want to talk about Harvey, or should I?
1: Oh, well, I'll talk about Harvey. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mia's, uh, when she finds out that she is dealing with strigai, which are witches, she, in protecting the nest, this is the overall, this is another theme of the, the book Sideshow, is protecting the nest. Mm-hmm. Um, she needs to protect herself. In order in order to protect her home, she's first got to protect herself. So if she goes to uh, Lazar's grandmother, Davicia, Mm-hmm. and um, Babesia um, makes a charm to protect her. Um, the charm basically would come to life when she was, was faced or faced in a bad situation with a strigai witch. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the charm creates an invisible entity. So Varden asked in his childlike way, like Harvey. And Harvey is, if you don't, if you're not uh james oh, it's stewart. a wonderful life no james stewart from it's a wonderful life but the yeah. story itself is called harvey it's about a very engaging oh, man yeah a drunk uh who best friend is an invisible rabbit named harvey
0: is it the same plot of a wonderful life they both want to hurt themselves and get talked out of it or... i don't believe
1: so i think people, okay i've mixed these two i up. think people <laughs> want to want to do something with with james stewart in this and and Harvey is real to him, and sometimes, Hello, I think uh, I was Harvey loved was with the feeling me. that Harvey was real, you mm-hmm.
0: know. Well, Harvey's real to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's out the window. That's
0: no, I, don't, I got nothing.
1: I... That's very good.
0: <laughs> it's a little beyond my my time, but mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart's fun. Well, okay, moving on. Um, so, once again, we have the Sanosura, which, by the way, do the people know the the, 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 the naming, how the name Sanosura is? kind of came about has that ever been disclosed
1: um go ahead
0: okay uh this is a little fun fact for you uh for folks that interest in history sinosura is you know basically pretentious latin mixed with a little bit the gist is sinosure was like we are elite or the best of the best it's some latin word i don't know i looked it up once and i just assumed the rest of people knew what to talk about but it was literally the name of my World of Warcraft guild back when I used to be a big deal. Okay, LOL. So um, we, we took that concept of, of that and we changed it around and therefore we have the Sinusura, which
1: I think is a pretty cool name. Well, I do too. There and you go. And also the Sinusura... It's because um, I
0: came up with it, so that's Well,
1: but did you know that the Sinusura <laughs> worship the worship the stars in the Aurora ga- Galaxy? I do now? There
0: you go. See, I'm, I'm learning
1: um, every day. Sinusura was developed uh, when, um, actually, the Red Pen was in England, and she was telling me things that were happening in their government and to the people of, of the United Kingdom um, that she was observing. And I said, it's well, basically, it has to do with a social Darwinism. Mm-hmm. So when you take away the support... For uh, the lower classes, like their medical and everything else, you start taking what they work so hard for away. Um, they die off, and or if they serve the rich, they are taken care of. Mm-hmm. So when I was writing some of the first books, I was thinking, "Oh, I'm going to use this as the basis for my of shura." Mm-hmm. Um, Little did I know that I'm seeing something similar in the United States, which is <laughs> <loud>. <laughs> well, it's
0: without getting too much into our current political climate. Can we all just say, um, if you are a U.S. sort of person, or I'm If you are, if you live in the world right now, I'm sorry. 2019 and 2020 are probably going to be really annoying years. Like it just, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I think things are going to get better. You know why? Because I'm an optimist. That glass is half full. Mm,
1: th- it's yeah. got to be. Yeah. It's got to
0: be. And, Actually, like, and even if it goes to Shiza, yeah. if it goes to bad, you will still have Alexi Aaron novels. Because even if Alexi, something God forbid happens to her, I will scrawl down when I have to. <laughs> it, the books will take a drastic turn into a space opera. So you t-
1: you're telling me the sign are going to take Alexi Aron out?
0: I'm just saying, if you don't keep in line, things can happen. <laughs>
1: Accidents happen,
0: you know. And I'm just saying. And by the way, if if anything ever happens, look for Aaron Alexi. That will be my pen name. So I do you know, c-
1: continuation.
0: I, you stole from me, I steal from
1: you. That's you right. Go. That's right. Okay. But but the idea is, uh, he's a pet. He's an optimist, so his glass is half full. I see that the glass as full because it's half filled with water, and the other half is filled with air. Yeah. So I see the glass always as full. Yeah. Always have possibilities. Yeah. As long as you have hope. Yes. Okay. I, moving on to.
0: Moving on. Moving on to the happy things. It's just I think I just really wanted to make a point that I do believe things are good <laughs> are going to be getting good or if not don't worry we got lots of fun entertainment coming down the pipeline even things that we're keeping under wraps because we're yes. working hard on lots of stuff we're
1: not gonna spoil that one <laughs> we're not
0: spoiling that one until i don't know we'll finish we'll see how we are at the end of the drinks <laughs> um okay so question yetis yetis abominable snowmen and the woman who loved them explain
1: oh okay i love Yetis. You
0: love Yetis.
1: I love the bottomless snowman.
0: We'll tell Maury more, more.
1: Okay, uh, basically, uh, inside show uh, they encountered an invisible, invisible to Mia, but n- not to the Birdman. Oh, and I will have to go back to Enos in a minute. Um, uh, they they encounter a freak that was brought over probably early uh, in the maybe in the twentieth uh, century um, of a captured abominable snowman mm-hmm. he dies becomes a ghost okay mm-hmm. died in fire became a ghost uh, mia wants to know how to move him on and um when they go to uh the area of angelo which is in the italian alps uh there's an opportunity for her husband to go to uh uh nepal where there are yetis Mm-hmm. Or rumored to be Yetis.
0: Or Yeti's
1: <laughs> Is it Yet for all of them? No it's yeti. Yeti? It's, it's, it's Yetis. I've yeah, just yeah, um, I've got to stop
0: using that um, joke. But
1: what's uh what I liked about it is that uh it shows that um well she wants to know how to move the Yeti on in America. The, the dead Yeti. How can she move him on? Yeah. She has to understand them. She sends her husband. Something happens to her husband. She goes in, ends up communicating with him. And she, basically by sharing figs mm-hmm. with a Yeti. Sitting down, that little Mia, sitting there, sharing figs and communicating.
0: Now, I'm imagining this is Fig Newtons. What <laughs> yeah. flavor of Fig Newtons?
1: <laughs> Not a Fig Newtons. It's a fig. If you ever had a fig, you have to you, you cut them and then you pull them apart like this oh. and then you eat them. Eat them no, I like
0: was that. born in America. I have no idea what a fig is
1: honestly. Oh, okay. Well, no, is that like a you it's, are like, it's like a
0: Mediterranean thing,
1: isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay, well there and you go. Mediterranean?
0: I, you've never taken me to Italia.
1: <laughs> I never ta- I've never been in in Italy. Oh, okay. Love to go. Okay, well there you go.
0: Uh any Italian listeners, please let us know. Is Italy good? Um, one place of physics. Sorry, I'm having fun. We're having we're having a good time. Um, okay, so the main act is in covering the secrets of an Indian Mount Amusement Park. What are the Striga up to, and why? Okay. Really? Yeah.
1: Uh, first of all, I use Striga in in this, and uh, Striga I, I know in some video video games and. I call him Striga. Striga. Okay. Yes. Strig- well, Strigay.
0: According to The Witcher Three, <laughs> yes. which is written by a Polish guy and then translated into English, yes, they pronounce a striga. Striga. Yeah, but that's from a video game. Okay. Polish to English. You know what I'm saying? Well, in, in, <laughs> in, in, I don't know in, what's right. In Latin,
1: striga uh. Uh, cover a uh, 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 multiple of things. From uh, uh, it all has to do with women. By the way, mm-hmm. if they got that wrong, they got it wrong. No, no. Either you, howling yeah. women, uh, vampire women, or uh, witches. I chose to use the witches, um, oh. and I also chose to use the witches from a part of the world. Um, basically, the Romans came in, and and the Strigai ran out, and they they uh, lived in a uh, Eastern Bloc country, um, and eventually migrated back into the United States. I think
0: Striga are they seem like they seem like in popular culture they kind of get lumped in with like the Fates and like having to share one eyeball or having to share one ear. Well, they
1: come three. That's yeah. probably why you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, so I'm that, kind of mixing the two of these yeah, together. Striga in my <laughs> in my book in mm-hmm. the world of the Haunted series uh, come in threes. You can have three, six, nine. Uh, Thirty-three thousand, three-three-three. You know, as long as there's three, I'm they gonna... gain. They have some power on their own, but when they have two others joined, they have extreme power.
0: Okay, makes sense.
1: And uh, basically, uh, uh, the secrets of Indian Mound um, have to do with what the strigi did in order to make foul ground profitable. <laughs> <Does that> sound-
0: <laughs> yeah, I, well, well, yes, when I when I make sure I read my notes and I look at the next thing. Oh, so the stranger do this. Fantastic. So they sure like to hang people. Right. That adds even more stress to what I would say a scary situation. You seem to write scary situations in your book. Are you aware of
1: that? I didn't know that. Oh, there okay. Just just, delightful yeah, I was surprised too.
0: Um, they even add more stress to a scary <laughs> situation. So has, as Mia... Have they? Have Mia's failed at saying a hate victim before, and that character's name was Sherry Martin. So, and
1: that's in the first book. So, if you've not read the first book. Goodbye.
0: Is that? Is, is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's ninety nine cents. Or it was. It's ninety nine cents to the end of to March. To the end
0: of March. And by the way, do yourself a favor. Quick commercial break. Both uh, Aaron, the web guy, and the beta reader's birthdays are in the month of March. So,
1: so what are you? No, you can't have presents.
0: Well, no, I'm not asking for presents, but I just
1: show their appreciation by giving uh, the haunted series at 99 cents to all their friends.
0: There you go. yeah, uh, or to people, or to people across the world. Anyway, no, I, just, I don't know why I brought up my birthday. I actually had a joke there that I just forgot, so we're just gonna leave it.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm moving sure it's on. It's gonna come up. Well,
0: maybe I was well, a little bit freaked talk- out. Why are you trying to hang people all the time? Well,
1: here's here's the thing: is that <laughs> I think that um, a telling people that have read the books over and over again. Um, thank you very much, by the way. Um, we'll see this hanging theme. Yeah. Um uh for instance, uh, it very early in the first book, Mia could not save her friend's wife. She got too late to save her from hanging to death. So this is always this has been kind of a, a sore point and because of I this was not able to fully connect with wit. Um, mm-hmm. because he blamed her for not saving his wife. Okay, so old there's that old
0: business.
1: <clears throat> old business coming then, out in the 20s. And then, if you move forward <laughs> into the Book of Souls, uh, Beverly Cooper chooses um, a mansion where they hung all the inhabitants. Did it on purpose to basically get back at her uh, non-blood niece Mia. Wow. So that was to, to keep her off her guard. And then you move into uh, the, where the Strigai, <clears throat> the Strigai, in order to refresh the original conjuring of prosperity, have to hang someone every 50 years. Right. And they, cho- and they failed with uh, Brenda, and so they chose Bert. Okay. Bert, who is me, is basically... Well, in the Haunted series.
0: boyfriend BFF. Yeah.
1: But not her best friend. He was her lover. He, ah. he, he, uh, he basically, uh, his ego will not, would never allow those two to be together long. That was not going to work. Whoa. I wanted it to yeah. work.
0: right yeah. I like
1: Bert. He's like Greg Gutenberg. I like, you know. I wanted that to work. It just didn't work out.
0: Well, I think we all think that Greg Gutenberg is nothing but a handsome dreamboat.
1: I do. I do. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I think maybe I'm mixing him up with Paul Reiser here. I don't know what's going on anymore. Was he part of Three Men and a Baby? <laughs> no. Okay, then I don't know what we're talking about. Here. We got some cultural divides going on. Well, we're not done yet. Mm-hmm. We got a couple other characters. What about Christine Andrews and Gleb?
1: Uh, Christine Andrews in uh, the Book of Souls was the woman that Father Santos wanted Mia to uh, go and see to find out if she was truly possessed he needed her help on this she saw it as a sign of sure a trap she wouldn't even touch the paperwork she wouldn't even uh, she you know had the folder uh, fell on the ground and she just used a pencil she wouldn't even touch it she was afraid that the paper itself was a permeation spell. Um, The file, excuse me, the files. And uh, in this, um, so I kind of kept that open. And I thought that in Sideshow that I needed to close all the little shows. Yeah. You know, and so I took, uh, um, I took a chance and uh, decided at one point when we felt, uh, when I felt that Mike needed to be taken care of. And we'll talk about Mike and Gates we did talk about Mike and Gates. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that I would pair uh, Murphy and Mike together, originally, to work on this, but they would need me to help.
0: Oh, not a romantic coupling.
1: No. No, I don't think Mike and Murphy would ever be a romantic couple.
0: I would like to think that there's somebody out there who might be able to make it happen. Fan fiction.
1: Well, Christine <laughs> Christine Andrews and Gleb. Um, basically, uh, she, to follow the witch theme, mm-hmm. okay, um, invite, invited this half, this spirit, is he a spirit? Is he alive? Is he dead? Um, this, uh, this graffiti artist inside of her. So basically she invites this possession. So here you have someone who invited a possession to happen or a, uh, a, a, a relationship to develop. Um, and then uh, Father Santos wanting Mia and Murphy to investigate this, which is very painful because they have kept their relationship as a friendship. Sure. And so there's a lot of pain there, and Mike forcing the point all the time um, that, you know, you know, we need you to do this. We need you to do this. So she decides we're going to make it a peeps' haunt, and everyone's going to help. And that okay. was probably the best way to handle it.
0: Well, that's great. I, I think that... If you had any sort of, hey, since I'm spoiling the ideas for this particular book without talking about the future, we'll go, we'll do that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But without talking about the future for just this book, is there anything that you maybe hope the fans caught that you were trying to try, trying to maybe lay underneath the radar, or or is there is there anything is there anything that you you want to point out and be like, hey, I was so clever there, and you guys should have saw it.
1: <laughs> there are a lot of things. That oh, too asked. many
0: to count.
1: Yeah. Well, so- also, who did I hang? I hung Bert. Yeah. Mia, Mia had to save Bert. Yeah. You know, after. I mean, she had to save Bert like uh, Murphy saved her. Mm-hmm. So, inadvertently, she transfers her feeling. Well, when you put a hand into the. Oh, also, in order to save Bert, she had to, in a sense, make a deal with the angels again, which. Helped mm-hmm. yeah because uh, Altair, well, he's a he's the one that we um, it's yeah. all about Altair. Yeah, Altair can't protect her anymore. right. If you're gonna have a war with the angels, they're gonna, you know they you know, or if you're going to diss the angels, it's kind of a a bad move on Mia's part because the angels, uh, Michael can have his angels protect Ted's entire family, her family. They can be watched, but if you're going to take an ally that strong and and make them your enemy, that causes a lot of pressure and and there's no protecting yourself from the no. angels. It's hard enough to protect yourself from the fallen.
0: Right, right. Well, I think that we got ourselves sideshow kind of going on here. So where do we go from here? <laughs> um, the question is is what is is there any sort of teaser thoughts or Ideas, perhaps you're thinking of for the future, where we're going.
1: Where we're going?
0: Yeah, just, 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 just general sort of feelings or we tossing have, it no, out there. Because no. I mean, you said something about bringing it back and turning it into a civil war, um, like materi- mir- uh, military drama. No. Oh, I might have dreamt that. You, okay. I
1: think you dreamt that. I dreamt that. Now, um. Okay. Basically, civil um, war
0: period piece. I
1: will be continuing the haunted series. Yes, um of The next book you're going to get though is a, is a Sid book. Um, and the Sid book is going to have bird in it. B- so
0: B- but if you
1: wondered what happened. Spoiler when-
0: alert! I don't think he was hung. No. <laughs> okay. No, he
1: survived the hanging.
0: He's dead because if he not, him being in the Sid book would be more interesting. Or. Oh, it, could, it, could it
1: could happen. It could happen. It could happen in the Haunted series. Anything's possible.
0: Anything is possible. Anybody
1: who's dead can always come back.
0: It's like comic books. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, That's what I
1: was thinking <laughs> when I went and saw um, uh, Captain Marvel. I was thinking... And people give me heck for Mia. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I, guess they, I didn't intend to write a comic book, but um, at times hey, it can be very fantasy. Hey,
0: it's the way it goes. I was going to say, just just a little brief up, wrap-up fun story about when it came to naming characters you were talking about right. before. I was recently told this story, and I'm going to tell the world, the podcast, I'm getting it out there. The crimes of my own naming. My own naming. From my understanding... Uh, Lexi here hands the Baby Names book over to uh, my father. Hey, let's check out the Baby Names book. And if you guys haven't realized, my name is Aaron, which I'm pretty sure is like the first one without it being like a weird name. Like That horrible. is
1: that is the first book, yeah. name of the book.
0: So I'm trying... I'm, I'm, before I was born,
1: I'm thinking you might have
0: half-assed it and just, and just picked the first thing. What do you think?
1: It's the only one we could agree on, but also... <laughs> <laughs> the um the doctor that delivered you, his last name was Agarb which was a double A. We just thought, hey, this is like the universe telling us. Yeah. We should, should and we ne- we never did come up with a, a girl baby name. Well, and God. we did not well, know you are going to be a girl. Could have been spelled And that also word. Aaron it pays, plays a vital, uh, is very vital in the Old Testament.
0: Yes. Uh, his rod and staff shall comfort him.
1: And he, <laughs> sorry.
0: Sorry, no. Well, I read I better, that. I read. I, I, re- well, I read enough about my namesake yes. in the Bible. Also,
1: is uh, Aaron means mountain man?
0: Yes, in and, off German, right? Right. I think.
1: But as far as, um, uh, so that's where Aaron came from. The reason why, when I started writing, I took the name Aaron is I thought that my book would be first on the bookshelf.
0: Ah. Um, uh huh. That's why I went with that student. She's so full of it. She stole it because she knew that my name was amazing (laughs) and it will draw everyone's attention. Hey, why is there two A's? Like, well, like who's those Aaron spelled with one A? Who do they think they are?
1: Aaron.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've never been so tired at the one joke. Anywho. Uh, obviously I always, I always tell Lexi when we go into these, um, uh, spoiler sort of talks, Yeah, we'll shoot for 15, 20 minutes and then we go for 40. So (laughs) we'll try to wrap things up, uh, quickly. But as usual, I think the general thought is why we're talking about this, why we're getting this all out here, is we want to give people a little bit of insight into beyond the books, the behind the scenes, and I think the podcast is is a great way of doing it. So if, if you have any questions about this, feel free to tell anyone else reading the books or yourself that that's where some of the answers are, is within the podcast. You'll get the real stuff. Apparently, Alexi came up with a concept for the further books, or she's. Thinking it over, and you heard well, it, it here it live. Hits it. Here, so. Yeah,
1: it hits me um, strangely. Yeah, I mean, um, depends on what I'm writing. Um, already written um, on my editor's desk is uh, the next Sid book called The Promise, mm-hmm. which will have Bird in it. Um, so, and Sid. And Sid, oh, of course, Sid.
0: Yeah, Sid's, Sid's He's in. The, he's like contractually obligated to appear. I book.
1: just love this book yeah it has this is your old this is your haunt book this is your haunted house book people that have uh, mm. pressed for it um i had to wait for the right story to come along yeah and um i had it a while because had a lot going on and then i went back to it and i saw that it was this really was good the
0: first time this if, if i recall correctly this this next one coming up we had a split for the first time it wasn't you just being able to write the whole thing out uh you, right i i was up.
1: working on it and yeah. I had so much was coming at me so fast that I had to stop Yeah, real because life, real I life. didn't want it to be mush. I mean, it just needed a different viewpoint. Um, and also during that time I was having, um, the, uh, sideshow was appearing in my head.
0: Right. And you're getting the signals crossed. I That's imagine. right. So,
1: yeah. um, I decided that I'm going to shelve it and, um, then work on sideshow and write a, right when i handed sideshow over the book flowed it's like it was almost like water you, turn the, like a you dam turned the switch or, yeah, yeah, yeah and it just flowed and it it made sense and it is a great book um uh for uh sid's books are more paranormal mystery this one's definitely has a haunted house in it and um uh, has some great characters, some uh, the people. Normally, I don't spend a lot of time with the people that they are saving mm-hmm. or the people that hire them uh, to do work. This time, such a great, great couple, I had to. Good. Great, wonderful people.
0: So, basically, what we're trying to let everyone know is that uh, thank you all very much for reading um, Sideshow. Actually, and just thank you very much you for, for
1: reviewing getting, it. Yes. Um, uh, in the independent author area, or the algorithm of um, Amazon, yeah. if you don't have fifty reviews, it doesn't get advertised. So if you wonder why there's such a slow rise, it's because we're we're at, we're at, at thirty three right now, which is pretty respectable. Absolutely, and I think it's one of those sort of things that um, good or
0: bad. However, people review books and stuff like that is always appreciated getting feedback because how else are we going to know?
1: That's right. I get a lot of feedback on Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I get immediate feedback. Um, I get some messages. Mm-hmm. F- um, Facebook's
0: probably the best way to...
1: Right. It's, yeah. and, and, and Facebook, it seems to be people, uh, for the most part... Now, if you have a definite question that might spoil it for somebody else, message me. Yeah. Because I do read my messages. Yeah. Um, unless it's ridiculous or it's uh, a death threat. Or I it's don't. from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the death threat one yeah. might have been... <laughs>
1: in the past let's move on people have to know that i read a fictional world but there are a lot of real world influences in it
0: mm-hmm. so. at the time i threatened you anywho <laughs> <moving on. laughs> um uh, anyway actually there's not much to move on to we've covered everything here I but what so. people can look forward to in the future is a sid book is currently being red penned uh edited that is right and uh so there's things to look forward in the future and really uh the haunted series still has a lot i believe you. Feel it kind you... of
1: opened up uh when i bring when i brought nanny bird in yeah when i got rid of screaming beth yeah it opened up many areas of possibilities possibilities more peeps intervention because uh i mean more peeps not interventions investigations there you go sorry yeah i lost the word <laughs> but,
0: but that's but, but i see what you're saying so so it's almost like you found a way to like maybe even for you being the writer yourself, they were maybe blocking off some potential. Well any time
1: that you as people, um, male and female, when you have a family, you kinda have to think, well, what do you do with your family if they're not involved in the in what you have to do? Mm-hmm. You know, some people get babysitters. Now I have to I have to think about when I write a book and I take both Ted and Mia away well, who's watching the kids and and who's who's taking care of them? And Lazar is only... Lazar has is, is a disabled veteran with one leg. Can he handle uh, a family of five? No, I don't think so. I mean, be- maybe. No, I'm not going to say that. He probably could. He <laughs> probably eight. could. Probably better than me. Um, <laughs> I only had two and I blew it. Uh, but as far as... <laughs> I'm one of
0: them. <laughs> yes. My example
1: anyway example uh, a there you go but as far as um i had to find once bringing nanny bird in is going to help and um also uh finding mike um a love interest who is spectacular i love her
0: well there you go that's all we really have to say um once again thank you very much for continued patronage of alexi aaron from the whole team from uh from this humble web guy to the author herself yeah we're very very happy so thank you very much and i hope you guys have a great day and more spoiler talk and podcasts to come maybe even non-spoiler podcasts. just let us know in the comments if you want us to talk
1: about any subject yes i'm I'm going to dare you or dare us yes or put it out there we probably can talk about anything
0: you probably might have to do
1: a little research but we can talk about anything
0: yes Uh, although i would make one amendment that we should try to keep it uh paranormal? Well, keep it keep it on theme because I really I think it's so easy these days to be like you to, to find it to oh, go, no, we don't to going to... to the stratosphere of real life drama we that don't we wanna cure. Yeah. We're here we're here to escape that nonsense, exactly. Um but we hope you yes. guys Yeah. So we have so please leave some comments below or let us know um, via the email addresses. Uh we wanna hear from you. Thank but, you very much.
1: And if you haven't reviewed the book, help me out there you and go and put something out there. Uh, thank you very much um, for, for everything. You make this a joy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. She, uh, and, and as a guy watching from the sidelines most of the time, I've seen a lot of happiness come. Uh, a floodgate of happiness happened when there was a bunch of people who read Sideshow, finally uh, got through it, and then they finally finished the book, and they put out some good reviews. And I know that it was a very happy day. Because it felt like everything was right in the world. The people, the people who want, who enjoy reading your stuff, got a chance to read your book. It felt good. It was a great day. So this is me saying thank you to the fans. You know, to, you know, just, just for, for myself.
1: I made cookies.
0: <laughs> yes, she made <laughs>
1: cookies.
0: They're so good. All right. And on a note, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you in the next Aaron podcast. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.